welcome to the Death and Betrayal podcast. With me on deck today is Craig. How you doing, Craig? I'm doing great. How about you, Alex? Uh, good. Yeah. I'm just, um, I think I was doing too many things. I thought I could multitask and I can't. Uh, I'm loading up the new, <laughs> up the new campaign, which we'll get into here in a minute. There we go. Oh, Found here, here, here. it. Yeah. I got, I got <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, <laughs> Yeah, how have you been? I've been doing uh, well. I've been great. <clears throat> um, our last podcast with the guys from the Iterator podcast there, uh, mm-hmm. Dan and Josh. Uh, I don't know. It gets lit a fire up under my ass. Yeah, I'd say. <clears throat> and uh, made me think of a new way of approaching things. And so yeah, so a little bit of things have been changing with me hobby wise. I sold my Death Guard. Um, to a gentleman here in Alberta and he's already played a game with them. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so, yeah, he's got my death guard now. Um, I know when I threw those guys up for sale, uh, I got bombarded by messages about, Oh, you're getting out of the, you know, what's going on. You're selling your death guard, blah, 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 blah. And then I dropped the pictures of my emperor's children. Yeah. (laughs) And so, yeah, so I just after talking with, you know, Dan and Josh there and their approach, especially there was one thing that Dan said that just resonated with me more than anything in Mm -hmm. the smaller games, every dice roll matters more. Yeah. Has more weight behind it, has more meaning behind it. You're telling a more intimate story. And it was just as soon as that, that, that clicked in my head, instead of worrying about all these big games and you know, 3000 point games. It was just like, what if I just focused on a smaller army and just made it a manageable chunk? And I had all this stuff for the emperor's children sitting around for a while. And Mm -hmm. so I just, uh, dove into it. Yeah. But before we get into that, before we get into that, how are you? What's new with you? Uh, I'm good. I was, uh, um, Still pretty tired, I think, probably. So I apologize to everybody in advance. Yeah, uh, I've been in four different time zones in the last two weeks. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So... You gave me a list of everywhere you were. I was just like, how? Like, you're mm-hmm. just living out of a suitcase right now. Yeah, yeah. So um, last week, last week I left on uh monday and then did uh tuesday in calgary and then wednesday in edmonton and then what i wanted to take thursday friday off but then i kind of got like i had this thing pop up at work so i had to work thursday but and i just had to work from edmonton mm-hmm. and then uh and then i stayed the weekend i flew home sunday which is kind of stupid but also like I needed to change my suitcase out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got, I got home at, well, I got to like the, the fob here at like seven thirty PM. And then I left like the next morning by eight. Um, yeah. So like just enough time to do a little bit of laundry, swap out like the, you know, the dress shirts and yeah. suits and stuff for like get some sleep. freshly cleaned ones. And then, slap them in, get them into the suitcase and then leave again. And then I was, uh, I was in Manitoba for, uh, two nights mm-hmm. in, in Winnipeg. Um, uh, 
long long day of work um, with the, the the guy there. Like he picked me up at eight, and I think I got back to the hotel room at like almost ten. Uh, it was a good day though. It was awesome. Um, and then the so I mean I, yeah it was like ten o'clock, and then my phone dinged at like three fifteen in the morning because I had a flight at like six fifteen. Mm-hmm. So I was planning to get up at four fifteen anyway. But yeah. Um, and uh, but when I book, it like automatically puts the flight in my calendar, and mm-hmm. then it automatically sets like upcoming event for mm-hmm. like three hours before the flight. So, yeah, so I woke up and then I worked all day. So I took a flight like to Vancouver and had the Vancouver person pick me up. And then we just worked all day until uh, about 5 p.m. local time there, which I guess would have been about 7 Manitoba time, 8 FOB time. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, and then I grabbed a bit of sleep, had an 8 a.m. flight uh, on Thursday so that I could get back to the Toronto area. And then I had to like race, like fight traffic to get to a dinner for six 30 so that I could do training today. Um, so I'm feeling like kind of rested, but I'm having a little coffee right now just to completely throw my sleep schedule off. Um, and then, uh, yeah, next week I'm in Halifax. So not a lot of time to hobby. Um, okay. uh, Well, I guess, uh, I'll talk about, I've got a lot of hobby. Yeah, I mean, I, I did a little bit, but why don't, why don't you go first? All right, so uh, after waiting almost a month, my Argyle Tall model finally showed up. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the Empress Children. I started with the Empress Children. Uh, about a year ago, I had picked up some stuff uh, for the Empress Children. Not much. Like, I got 10 Palatine Blades. Um... I got some, I picked up a couple boxes of the Custodes Terminators and mm-hmm. um, a Leviathan. Uh, actually, the Leviathan was originally for my World Eater, so, but I changed the list and I still had the Leviathan sitting there. So I was just like, yeah, you know what? I'll do it for the, the Emperor's Children. Why not? Yeah, just toss it in there. Just toss it in there. Um, I don't even actually have any weapons for him because I didn't know what I wanted to load him out with. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah, so I started with the Emperor's Children. I had my uh, paint I had purchased from a company or a small hobby shop in Calgary. Um, I forget the name of it now, uh, but it's uh, Turbo Dork's Purple People Eater. Yep. Yeah, and big fan of it. I have tested on a few models and I liked it. And I was just like, you know, after our, basically as soon as we got off the, uh, podcast the next day or the podcast with the iterators there the next day i was building and painting and so i got five palatine blades done and the leviathan plus i did the leviathan um the two sections on either side of the center the big bulky armor plates mm-hmm. i did them in a uh marble and it was actually a pretty simple technique. It did go awry, and it has the, the ability to go awry, so you got to be prepared for that. But uh, I, I just did the bounce sheet. Uh, I grabbed oh, a yeah. couple used bounce sheets, um, you know, pulled them out, stretched them apart. I uh, started with a base of black. Uh, then I did a couple spots of gray and a couple spots of gold. And just, just randomly on, the, on it first. Let it dry. Uh, stretched out the 
the uh, bounce sheets, got a good decent pattern, um, laid it over the, the area I was planning on turning marble, stretched it tight. Um, I like wrapped it around and basically twisted it and then taped it so it wouldn't move and then just went over it with white. And then I pulled it off uh, right away. I didn't want it to dry on there because mm-hmm. then you're just looking for more problems. You will get some fibers that will stick, grab some tweezers, pull them off. And then I gave it a uh, clear coat just to seal it on. And I think it turned out pretty good. Um, I'm pretty happy with the results. Yeah. And if anyone's interested and they want to see, it's it up a on lot my better end. than the time I tried it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've practiced with it a couple times. I, I had some old, um, rhino doors mm-hmm. and so I've been practicing on them. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like, that wasn't my first time doing it. There's been some practice behind this in the past, um, because I, I wanted to make sure I could do the technique before I started doing it in large scale. Yeah. Um, I got the purple on. I, the Palatine blades, I, because I want to be able to use them in both, you know, in, in any in any situation. So, I actually took the backpacks and magnetized them so I can switch them out for jetpacks. Oh yeah, nice. Um, my original list that I started with my Empress children way back when I was fucking around with the idea of Empress children had them with jetpacks and the Praetor with a jetpack. Yep. Uh, I've decided that that may not necessarily always be how I want to run them. Excuse me. Um, and so I decided magnetize them. I had the jetpacks. I had purchased the jetpacks uh, separately. Mm-hmm. And because the Palatine blades don't come with jetpacks, but there is an option for them. And yeah, so I slapped those on. I did, took the uh, Terminators, the Custode Terminators, and I gave them um, Cataphracti Fists. And oh, yeah. had to modify them like the cataphracti arms. I gave them the cataphracti arms just because one, I didn't want the custode arms, and two, I'm using them as cataphracti terminators. They're they're roughly the same size as a, a normal terminator. Uh, they're, they're they're a little bit bulkier, but a yeah. little bit bulkier, but and slightly taller. But I mean, mm-hmm. but they're in cataphracti anyway. So. Yeah, uh, just fancy cataphracti. Yeah, and so I was like this. I had the idea. I don't even know where the idea came from. Uh, I tried looking to see if I had found it somewhere, and I started looking. Where, where the idea to use those Terminators? Yeah, and... It was me. Was it you? Yeah, I did it in my Emperor's Children. I used them as a command squad. So I was I used scouring like, uh, yeah, um, the yeah, internet that was me. for them. I was like, where did I get the idea from? It was yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used them as a, uh, as a command squad. Mm, that makes sense of terminators um and uh, put them in my pimped out land raider mm, yes your yeah. Land raider. yeah so it was a command squad of four and then i put the praetor with them as well mm. um, well yeah thank you for the inspiration it was hey, a great my idea. pleasure <laughs> i stole it from some guy who used it for actually an ultramarines terminator oh really huh. yeah i'll see if i can find it because yeah i was scoured like i was I was on Google, I was on Instagram, I was on Facebook. I'm scouring through photos and like trying to be very specific on what I typed in. And it's like, where the fuck? I got this idea from somewhere. Where did I get it from? Oh, thank you. 
yeah appreciate yeah no worries um i've seen some other guys use like the 40 or the forge world custodies um terminators oh yeah 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 uh because they're huge oh um and you've used those for true scale armies Mm. um yeah so there's a guy who did like a blood angel true scale army and like modified all the primaris armor like but like the way that i've mentioned a few times like you just cut that top lip off of the knee before you glue it on because that armor like the shin guard is always a separate piece so you can just cut it and sand it before you glue it on and then it looks pretty close to like mark seven a couple little details that are different Mm. right and then he put like blood angels mark seven arms on and guns uh and then used the aqualon terminators Mm. to um kind of like bulk them out and make them uh make them true scale Mm. yeah uh yeah yeah and then he added you know like the classic terminator head and stuff and added like the correct terminator arms but Hmm. yeah it uh it works pretty well i'm tempted actually to make like a true scale blood angels army now (laughs) um well i go ahead no, no, I was just gonna say using them. I was gonna say maybe, maybe wait to see what comes out from the uh, uh, those Mark Six Marines because people are saying I'm not saying they're right, but they are saying they're bigger. No, I think they're just standing up. But actually, like um, even the the Forge World Mark Six are bigger. <laughs> like they are taller. Um, because I I have tons of them and I usually use them as like a sergeant. In my Mark Four squads. Okay, and, so they yeah, stand they're, out. Yeah, they're just. A, yeah, they're. Um, actually, I got one right here, and he is in like a running pose, mm-hmm. and he's still taller than this almost standing plastic Mark Six that I built. Okay. Yeah, because I had bought a bunch of the Mark Six because it was a little bit bigger, like because it makes them a little bit bigger to do my Alpha Legion with. Hmm. Um, the legs are still probably a little thinner than the, the new plastics are like, but I, I don't know for me, like looking at them, I just think they're tall or they're not taller. I think they're just standing up straight and not making like weird firing poses, but okay. even the Mark three is actually pretty big. Like if you put like a Mark three Marine next to like a solar auxilia Laz rifleman, like mm-hmm. it, it looks like a substantial difference. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, and and I mean, yeah, I know everyone like chickens little a little bit out of, over the size of the. Um, I don't get it. The Imperial Fist guy, but then you know all the stuff that came out after that was like regular sized, so it was just a beefy guy. He like just they a beefy probably guy. they probably just scaled him up so they could fit more detail on him. Well, here's the thing, and I I wish not all Space Marines are the same size. Yeah, they I, clearly I, I would talk love about that. Sculpted Abaddon, that's like almost the size of a Primarch. Because he was supposed to be huge. Yeah, he was a big beefy boy. I mean, like I I heard people like freaking out, and before I forget, I I did almost finish my Argo Tall model that finally came in. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm actually uh, (laughs) pretty stoked with how he's turning out. Mm -hmm. Those wings, people are loving the wings. Yeah, yeah, you did a you did a cool effect on the wings. it, It was super easy. I went purple. Uh, purple pink mix and then pink mm-hmm. and then just highlighted some of the veins in the wings and then a light gray or dark gray light black um for the i want to say the bones or the 
skeletal part of the wing. Mm -hmm. Um, and the armor I was, I was playing around with, uh, cause I am doing a small word bearers force and I, I mean, I shit on the word bearers, but I really like Argyle tall and I was building an allied force for my world eaters, um, based on the betrayer book. Yeah. And, uh, I was talking with Jeremy Linder about that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause he is currently doing a world leaders army based on the, the betrayer book. Um, so we were talking about that. Uh, but yeah, I'm keeping it small. I'm not going to go more than, uh, 1250 zone size. Oh yeah. So nice. Ta- I've got two tactical squads. Yeah. Um, well, you could also play like just, um, Decurion. Yeah. Yeah. Decurion. Like I'm yeah. so fucking jazzed to try Decurion. Yeah. Same here. Like, yeah, I don't know. I got a big old boner for it. <laughs> no, like... after after that conversation with Dan and Josh there, mm-hmm. man, it, it changed it changed my perspective on how to look at the game. Yeah, and and I was just like the things how how Dan was talking and and, and the things he was saying about it. I was just like I haven't looked at it that way, and with that kind of solid passion you can hear the passion in his voice yeah you can for it and and i was just like my god like just just thinking about it in the smaller s- setting you know with you know just how it how those models will interact together in a you know 500 point list or a zone mortalis game i don't know why i got so hard up for zone mortalis like i've been like zone mortalis is awesome like, I've, I've played only played a few times. I've only played one Zor Mortalis game. That was against Armin, and I loved it. It was fantastic. It was a, one of the best games I've had. It was yeah. so much fun. It was my Alpha Legion versus his Dark Angels. Great fucking game. Yeah, I like the tank, or like you know, I I enjoy tanks, and and yeah. I like I like the jets in particular. Yeah. But and I've I've kind of been this way for a while. Like I prefer the smaller point games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked about that. Yeah, like Kill Team, I got super into. Like, I'd, I'd like to see what the new Kill Team looks like. I haven't tried that, um, but because uh, that that one always kind of felt like a beer and pretzels, and you know, and you, like I, I had a cool Death Watch team for it, which I like. I true scaled using mm-hmm. like primary, like mixing Primaris and the regular Death Watch kits, and and actually I bought a bunch of like the upgrade kits for the specific um, chapters and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I, it, it was a cool project. It's still sitting in Edmonton. I, I might tear them apart and do it again now that like I, I've thought about how to like get rid of the, the knee lip because right mm-hmm. now I still just have the knee lips on them, but that could look pretty cool. But I was also thinking it might be pretty cool if I did like some bad ab war stuff in true scale. We, 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 oh, oh, come on, man! Don't do that to me. <laughs> you want to, you want to play through the bad ab war? We were talking about this. We've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. And now you want to do true scale. I am not. <laughs> not doing true scale. I'm not doing true scale. I, I'm not a green <laughs> stuff kind of guy. That's I'm not a sculptor. You don't have to. It's fine. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have. You don't have to do. Tr- uh, it's just gonna. It's just gonna look. Stuff. It's just gonna look weird. <laughs> My little midgets running around, <laughs> and your true scale marines like. Yeah, just true scale raptors. <laughs> <laughs> 
just fucking smashing guys. Um, that actually might be a cool thing to play, like in Decurion mode. Like just pick oh, Legion yeah. traits that fit the the guys. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I like the idea because uh, <clears> I was a, I was a fan of the Battle War. Um, actually, you know what? I might even have the old Forge World book, the Battle War Forge World book. Yeah, I've got them. I've got I've got both of them. I don't know. I got I got a I've got a box full of like all my old gw books from all the way back to third edition and i should go through it and see if i have it in there i think i do and i even asked you like when when you brought up the idea i was like can i do my dark angels because i know they were they were they were in that war uh, not as not as prevalent as the rest of them but they were there they weren't in the bad up war no they weren't they were no that's the um one with the death carp uh, what was that the other one the other major Forge World campaign. Oh, I don't know. There's a lot of them. You had the... Oh, my God. I can't even read this picture. It's so tiny. What is this? A picture for ants? <laughs> um, the Firehawks, the Mantis Warriors, the Executioners, the Astral Claws, which were, like, the main bad yeah. guys. Um, the Tiger Claws, the Marines, Errant, the Lamenters, the Red Scorpions, who were leading the coalition. Mm-hmm. Um for the uh the loyalists the yeah. minotaurs the nova marines the howling griffins the raptors the exorcists the fire angels the salamanders well the salamanders were there i didn't know that yeah. um the carcaridons that was like actually when they first showed up yeah and vicious yeah well but and, they're loyalists um, aren't they they yeah they were they're raven guard successors oh, okay uh sort of the raptors but um the Carcaridons are like the leftover Terran 19th that didn't go Ashen Claw. Mm-hmm. And so they went back to being like normal. So that they actually have like a trade route and like deal fairly nicely with the um, the Ashen Claws. But that's a good actually, that's the, the Carcaridons are a great example of like Marines that are various sizes yeah. because Tiberius, the Red Wake, is almost Primark sized. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, he's massive. There's like there there's a picture, like probably everybody's seen it. Yeah, where he's um, walking over a Lamentor. Yeah, and the Lamentor and like doesn't have an arm. And the Lamentor comes up to like his like his like, stomach. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, like he is just a hulking motherfucker. Yeah. You're probably wondering how I got here. Um <laughs> uh yeah and then the Sons of Medusa and the Star Phantoms. Um, the Star Phantoms actually might be Dark Angel's successor chapter. See, I'm not worried about which successor. I was, I, I obviously want to go with a, a Traitor Legion and not the Astral Claws. Oh, maybe I might do the Astral Claws. But I'm trying to figure out which one's going to be best for, you know, using a 40 or 30k Legion rules. Yeah. And that's that's my, like, for you, it's easy. You're going to go Raven Guard. Yeah, but... more than likely. Um, like, like, unless I go red scorpions, cause the red scorpions are pretty fucking cool too. I, you know what? I might go lamenters and we talked about the checker pattern. I do know of, I think I've talked about it bef- with you before. You, There's that company that does the, you probably have a bunch of checker patterns, right? No, I was going to buy they, them. I they never probably did. come with uh dark angel transfer sheets and shit. No. Oh, really? You paint those on. Paint but those there's on. A co- there's a company you can get. That will have its pre-made like, um, pre-made 
chapter customizer, I think. Yeah, we've talked about it before. Like they make pre-made masking, um, for checker patterns and stuff like that, and, and like chevrons and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna order some for my dark angels. Maybe I'll just do lamenters. I want. I've never really worked with yellow, and I want. And that gives me a reason to use blood angel shit. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna send this over to you right now. Oh, chapter customizer. Do. I don't know if you've been there. I ordered a raptor sheet. I don't know where it is. Um. Might be in my office in Edmonton. Did you send it? I'm sending it through Skype right now. Um, yeah, yeah, they've got... This is it. This is the company. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. New chapters available now. Uh, we'll, put a, we'll put a link in the description. Yeah, yeah, we'll put, we'll put a link in the show notes for sure. Um, looks like they do some 3D printed stuff here too. Lion sword decal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Um. Yeah, this would be cool if you wanted to like jazz up your Titans or something. Probably mm-hmm, mm-hmm. throw some stuff on there. Um. Oh, the Space Tiger stencil that right there, and the Space Tiger's decal that'd be your astral claws. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um. Skeletal Aquila. I think that's the Exorcist or something. No, the Exorcists have like the demon's head. Mm. Yes, they do. Um. Are, were they? They were traitors, weren't they? No, I, I'm not sure. They I got I got go um, I got to go through it again, but uh, yeah, they they took they took some of these off. Their Lamenter one isn't here anymore, I don't think. Mm. Um, or maybe I'm just in like a oh view all chapters. I'm just in the new ones. Oh, you can get Angry Marines. Um, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Blood Knight. It's the Lamenters. But you'd still have to get the checker pattern on there. Yeah. But um, I think the orc transfer sheets actually um, have a bunch of checkers on them. That you can here. I've actually I've looked up the where's their. Oh yeah, they have tons, tons of checkers yeah. on the orc transfer sheets. Just get that on there. Yeah, I don't know. It's those checkers though that I'm just like I'm not fucking touching lamenters. Yeah. Six foot pole. <laughs> no, I um, hear you. We're Nova Marines. What a nightmare. But I guess if we keep the oh, project yeah, like fi- small and not go like you know keep it to like fifteen hundred points. Deception, and then maybe maybe scale it up from there. I, I I'm up for it. I mean, uh, I've never really worked with yellow. Yeah. Actually, uh, Decurion mode would be pretty cool though, because um, then you could you could almost make like. Um, because with Decurion, you don't have to pick everyone from the same faction, right? Yeah. Like you can toss in like a couple guardsmen or toss in like and do almost like a Shattered Legion sort of thing. You could do the same thing here. Mm. Like put like a Raptor sniper up there and then have like a Karkaridans guy like screaming down the middle, maybe in Terminator armor, a couple mm-hmm. Red Scorpion tactical marines like as the bulk. That could be cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we will discuss mm. this some more. Yeah. Anyways, that's yeah, that's way off. <laughs> that's way off. Uh, way off task. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, talk, talking with them also kind of like jazzed me up for Raven Guard again. Um, we did have a talk about that. Yeah, and then I converted Korax's helmet. Um, oh, yeah, that looks fantastic. Then it by the way. fell over while it was curing, and the beak went off center. So I got to do it again. 
I just have to do the green stuff beak part again. But I also bought because um, I, I I looked up like pictures of um, like flight masks, and I got a lot of uh, like the vulture from Spider-Man: Homecoming. <laughs> okay. And he's got kind of like the he's got tubes and like a couple like big canisters on his face. So I bought <laughs> the um, Primaris Infiltrators kit. Okay. Because their face masks have like a bunch of, like, they look like respirator bulbs. Okay. On okay, the front, yeah. so I'm gonna cut like a, there's one that has like kind of bigger ones, so I'm gonna cut those off, cut a piece of the tubing out, mm-hmm. and then put those in have the like and have the tubing kind of running into that, so that and that'll kind of help blend the tubing to where the um the beak that I made Mm -hmm. on his helmet kind of go in and it'll bulk the helmet up a little bit too. Um, but it'll almost make it look flight rated, I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do that and actually I might pick up cause I haven't been able to find anyone that didn't use this head, the new like age of Sigmar dominion box set. There's like, I, I, and actually I think I have to check now cause now I might be able to get smaller sets, but they have like this banner bearer in there who has like this uh, helmet that kind of looks like it's got hair and like lightning bolts on the front. And I was like, that would make a pretty sick like death mask helmet for Sanguinius, mm. like mm. add a couple tubes onto it or like even some of these like flight rated bulbs. Okay. I'd like again to bulk it out a little bit and then use that to, um, to make like a Sanguinius helmet. Cause he's been described as having like a death mask. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then I just played with like lists a whole bunch, because uh, I had a ton of uh, a ton of flight time. Yeah, a ton of flight time. Um. Yeah, so a few few different lists. Um. Where did this one go? Yeah, I did like a like a, a exactly three thousand point. Ravengard list that I might mm-hmm. run for like Istvan maybe. This oh, one's kind of nasty though. Like it's got quite a few force multipliers. Um, so I've got Morsat Prime Katie's next, who like doesn't do anything except he's cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe he gets me an extra victory point, which then will make up for the Herald that I put in here. Because mm-hmm. there's pictures of Agapito Nev and he's got kind of like a banner on the top of his backpack. So I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe he'd be a better Herald than a Praetor. Okay. Still his Master of the Legion. Um, Meltabombs, Camellia Line. Uh, power sword and then mm-hmm. like a space marine um command squad and then you can give them all double plasma pistols <laughs> oh yeah that's what you were talking yeah, about which is like crazy expensive like it's 30 it's an additional 30 points per model but it's a two plus <laughs> model like it's two plus armor save with two plasma gu- like <laughs> Dual plasma, um, plasma pistols yeah um and so, so it, it's basically 12 inches at 12 inches it's another 10 plasma shots right um and and their weapon skill five but whatever they're just close combat weapons so if you get if you get into close combat with them they're kind of screwed Mm -hmm. so it's kind of relying on like the herald i guess and then strike captain elveric mon so like you put them with that yeah uh and they're in a drop pod so (laughs) that's where it's kind of cheeky because you kind of drop them back a little bit um and then and you drop them first because then they get out and Alveric's Mon 
because they get out like the minute the drop pod lands, yeah. right? Like the drop pod lands and then your guys get out and then the next yeah. drop pod comes down and then your guys get out. And so you can, um, you like he, he will give strike captain Alveric Mon will give an 18 inch, no scatter bubble. Mm-hmm. But then he also gives everyone um, disembarking a deep striking vehicle counterattack. Oh, okay. and then the Herald has a 12 inch bubble where everyone in that 12 inch bubble goes to weapon skill five. Mm-hmm. So I can turn my regular tactical Marines into yeah. weapon skill five with counterattack. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to get through the rapid firing bolt guns. <laughs> so you're putting, you your, you're putting the assault completely in your favor. Or I'm trying to. Um, yeah, you're trying to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like two squads of tactical marines like that, and then um, a squad of veteran space marines. Mm-hmm. So they would probably come down in the first wave. Uh, they're all in drop pods because I'm using decapitation strikes. So yeah. if any unit also has an independent character, then I get preferred enemy. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is I've got that. I've got a squad of ten tactical support marines with chain swords and plasma guns. Mm-hmm in a drop pod and then two tactical space marines artificer armor power weapon i'm thinking swords on the um sergeants and legion mm-hmm. vexilla but i think i'm just going to paint that with like a second helmet so it's kind of like a sergeant um two of those drop pods 10 veteran space marines combi meltas and melta guns like two mm-hmm. melta guns yeah. and they're just kind of like a suicide squad so no additional like power weapons or anything in the unit uh contemptor dreadnought with a plasma cannon and a chain fist with a plasma blaster, mm-hmm. two death storm drop pods, two tarantula sentry guns with las cannons and Korax. Ah. Huh. it's pretty evil. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, 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 <sighs> what, what, what brought you to this? Um, well, so the plasma, like I was just kind of key cause we were talking, right. And it was, and I was kind of thinking like, okay, if you super hated the word bearers, <laughs> like what, like, what would you be like? Oh, I'm going to take this. And it's like, and, and I didn't want it to be the same thing, like flamers and meltaguns. Cause that's kind of already like what they had. Yeah. And I already have the veteran squad, the meltaguns. So that's kind of why they're in there. Um, and because I don't have like a ton of other stuff to actually deal with vehicles. Mm-hmm. Right, like the the um, plasma guns aren't gonna they're they're not even gonna scrape like armor fourteen. Um, yeah, like yeah, they're not even gonna scrape the paint on that. So like, if we're talking actual stuff that can hurt armor fourteen at range, we're talking two tarantula sentry guns, and then those ten veteran space marines. Um, and that's it. But. The real thing that's going to fall apart here is like if anyone gets into me in close combat, I'm probably screwed. Like if I'm up against like a close combat army, mm. they're probably just going to run over me because there's no um, there's no apothecaries or anything in here, right? Yeah, yeah. But I was trying to think like you know what are, what would they take to like because Korax can be a pretty vengeful god. <laughs> yes, he can. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just dinking around with it. I don't know if that's what I'll do with it. Um. I have a bunch of plasma guns, so I am going to make a plasma gun support squad, and I feel like it would be best suited in my my Raven Guard. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, no, I, I... Yeah. but my two plus armor saves are like they're not many. 
Um, no. Plus, I'm going to lose a point when you kill the Herald. <laughs> Heresy on Arc mode? Yeah. Um, like, Moritat, Prime, Katie's next. Like, he's only a 3-plus save. Uh, he can't join anybody. <laughs> like, at all. He can't even join a Destroyer squad. Um, just nobody likes him. But then I got thinking, like, oh, maybe there's a way I can almost make, like, a Destroyer squad without doing like the destroyer company. And then I made like a 1500 century list for like, um, Katie's Nexus like more attack mm-hmm. company. Yeah. Um, which is obviously like destroyers and like a couple contemptors and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's what I went with. Huh. Yeah. You, uh, that was very interesting. Uh, it's, it's just, it, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, and, well <laughs> sorry, go ahead. I just like I, I'm I hear like, I'm just trying to think of how you how this all came to be. Like were you just like, mm, what am I gonna do to make this as hard as possible? No, I was just thinking like I already have plasma, where can I put more plasma? <laughs> <laughs> like um Ooh, look, and then I it was like instead of varying the weapons. Here. Yeah, instead of like varying the weapons very much, it was just gonna be like Plasma for everybody. You get a plasma gun. And actually, I'm flipping through the book right now. Um, you can actually give tactical sergeants two plasma pistols. The Legion Tactical Squad sergeant may exchange their bolter and or chainsword for one of the following. Plasma pistol for 15 points. So you can you can just add a casual 40 point tactical squad. And... And he'll be useless in close combat again, but he'll just be like racking off double plasma shots, um, which I think would be hilarious. Um, I I don't think it would work as well as like somebody would look at that and be like, oh, you fucking dick. And then I'd probably still lose. But you know what what would be even more shocking for you is if you went in and it just turned out to be the best combo ever. I mean, um, you're yeah. risking. Like, you'd have to roll every guy individually. Yeah, I know. Because, because every guy needs to roll to see if bonus overheats or gets hot. Yeah. Oh my god, it's funny as fuck. Yeah. Um. No, I'm not gonna put the the plasma pistols on the tactical sergeants. Yeah, I don't know, cause like you know, I played around and I was like, ah, oh, maybe I can do like the combat shield. And like a power weapon, and then I've mm-hmm. kind of got pseudo terminators, um, and uh, and and actually at one point I didn't have the command squad. I had like my Darkwing pattern Storm Eagle and a squad of ten like Weapon Master vets with mm-hmm. all with power weapons and and melta bombs, and and then I was gonna have like a Praetor with them, and that was gonna kind of be like Agapito Nev, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of had like an idea for a character, maybe too, like just like the Scourge of Istvan or something, like just some gritty, angry, like Raven who's mm-hmm. like just fallen to that kind of depraved, murderous madness that the yeah the Ravens can fall to, but then everyone just keeps following him because he's kind of in control of it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, um, but then I was like, oh, I can't give that guy two plasma pistols and like a power weapon. 
or two plasma pistols and a paragon blade. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of disappointed. Oh. Yeah, more attack you can. More attack you can give two plasma pistols and then yeah. like a, another <laughs> your, weapon. Your theme is everyone gets plasma. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, you know me. I'm a big fan of plasma. I, I'm actually really shocked at how little we see people use plasma. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know I've seen a few people use the predators with the plasma, but destroyers. Can't remember what the the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've used it in my my Blood Angels way back in the day, and in all honesty, one of the most effective tanks against Terminators, just effective in general against infantry. Like it was disgusting how effective it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is shocking because I haven't used it since. I don't know why, hmm. but like you never see you never see anyone take plasma cannons in their. Uh, um heavy heavy support squads yeah i've got five of those two um like that i've had forever yeah like just in a bag or i guess in that clamshell pack mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i've just i like but i was like oh this would work really well for ravens um but yeah like i you know i was gonna admit, like because I've, I've got like a volkite support squad but you know kind of building my my alpha legion like they have a lot of energy weapons so yeah i kind of want to tear them apart and put the volkite calivers and volkite culverins that i've got into mm. alpha legion and then you know i have i have an extra moritat that has the volkite so i'm like oh you know what i'll put that in there too um like that could be cool but yeah and then my you know my ashen claws are all like melted guns all over the place like you know, you get some melta, and this guy has some melta, and these speeders have melta, and um, you like the look of melka, you get melta then too. Yeah, exactly. So now I'm just kind of I don't know. I'm in this like fit where it's like in addition to because not everyone gets like you know. I, well, if you're playing Marvel rules, you can give them the special ammo types, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Now I'm in this like this I don't know line, I guess, of just putting like full like the same kind of weapon on everything um again i already have the melted gun squad so or like the combi melted vet squad i already have that like built and painted so i'm just kind of like ah, i'll just leave it in there so I guess. but the theme you're going with is we all use the same type of weapon uh a little bit but it's also like istman 5 and then mm. post that right oh, okay yeah, because um, like Korax and Agapito in particular, like they get so just focused on like hating word bearers. Mm-hmm. And since the word bearers are big on like, because my more days have combi flamers, so like yeah, you know I don't have them in that list, and those are arguably like my best unit, hands down. Yeah, mm-hmm. the workhorses. Um, yeah. Um, but like they've got combi flamers, and while that's really good and it's a good strat. Um, I think I want to work them maybe into like a recon company or something, mm-hmm. like do like a special ops list at some point. Um, or maybe like, and maybe I'll get like another five of them and build five of them with sniper rifles and swap some of them around. And then I've got like a pretty cool, like more Dathan Decurion team. Okay. That'd be cool. Yep. And just have like a full thing of like, in like infiltrating, various skilled shadow walking assassins 
Mm. Um, yeah, cool. that, yeah, that would that'd be pretty sick, actually. That would be um, pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like a, a recon company or something to put them into. But yeah, I'm just kind of trying to think, like, because there's not a lot of detail about what the they brought to Isfan Five, but we no. know that they all came down in like drop pods. Yeah, very limited part. knowledge. Like, like mm-hmm. it's not something that's oh, yeah. There's a lot of detail uh, out there yeah. about exactly what was brought down, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've got good details of like the Iron Hands and stuff, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I've got I've got some room to play with it because I still have my Darkwing pattern Storm Eagle, and mm-hmm. so. But when I took that out too, in particular, I was like, man, I'm not going to have a lot to deal with anti-vehicle. Mm-hmm. Like if I ran up against like an armored, like spearhead list. Mm-hmm. just full of land raiders like i'm not gonna have a great time about it um you know there's no terminators there to kind of like tank it and then get in and chain fist them mm-hmm. there's not a lot of that stuff um no so i don't know yeah i thought about putting terminators in and doing um the drop pod assault right war instead mm-hmm. so that way i can give them like deep strike but um yeah, I don't yeah, know. There's, Maybe still playing around with uh, Archaeotech pistols everywhere. I can get them. Oh God! Since Korak has Korak has two Archaeotech pistols, and Katie's <laughs> next has like Archaeotech hand cannons, and oh Jesus! Yeah, those are. Let me, let me see what can take uh, Archaeotech pistols real quick. Aren't they? Um, uh, aren't they? A, uh... Oh, what's the like they're hard. You can't just. Can you take them? Can Praetors? Praetors can take them, right? Praetors can take them. The Centurion actually can't. So I guess maybe this is a dead idea. Oh, that's a, that's um. A... Yeah, because that would have been cooler. Just AP three guns all over the place. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, the command squad can't take it. That would have been cool, though. That would have been cool. Just something yeah. different. Yeah, any so, member of the Legion command squad may exchange their chainsword slash combat blade or bolt pistol. Oh, okay, no. All right, so I'm wrong, actually. They can't take... They can't go dual oh. plasma pistols. That was just the app lying to me. Oh, fucking app. <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, using... well, that, that makes it easy then. I mean, I guess I'll be putting power weapons on some of them. Are we using... Uh, you weren't using um, Battlescribe, were you? No, I was using Quartermaster. Quartermaster, okay. Yeah. Well, do we want to talk about some of the new things that have dropped recently? Yeah. Um, so uh, why don't we do the new campaign rules first? Okay. So I swear it's been our birthday as heresy people. <laughs> We're just getting shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's like it's two almost this week, three things this week. Almost like they're planning something big soon. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I don't. I'm just spitball. Actually, there was something when we were talking about this. I I made I made a I noticed something about the last two releases, the Huskarl and these new Night Lords Terminators. Mm-hmm. They're both. Terminators that can be easily converted from the plastic marine or t- plastic terminators. 
Yeah. Like, there's no need for a special model for either one of them. You can, you, if you want the, the Huskar, all you need is the Storm Shields, the upgrade mm-hmm. kit from Forge World. The Night Lords literally, well, like, I was. I mean, maybe let's actually tell people what it is first. Okay. 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 <laughs> go ahead you're right you're right and then we'll because we it. haven't even told them that there's terminators yet and you're yeah. telling them how to convert them um putting the cart before the horse my friend okay, uh go ahead. right on yeah so if they're uh, listening to this i'm sure they've seen them yeah i mean you're probably right. you're probably right but uh for the sake of story and flow yeah. <laughs> um, so we got another exemplary battle pack here and mm-hmm. that's the defense of sotha agita's lament a guide's lament yeah Probably a guide is lament. A guide is lament. A guy, yeah. Uh, guide yeah, is lament. That would be yeah. a guide is lament for sure. Because you got the vowel consonant vowel at the end. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, it's an exemplary battle. You guys can read that on your own. We're not going to tell you about it except yeah. for that, like night lords and uh, ultramarines throw down, mm-hmm. and good chance I show up with ashen claws too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we got to Craig's point. We got another new Terminator squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's one that everyone kind of was confused about when we get the kind of Tekar Terminators in mm-hmm. Book 9. Everyone was like, well, where's the Atramentar? But not all all kind of Tekar are Atramentar, but not all Atramentar are kind of Tekar, mm. I believe is the quote. Okay. Um, I don't know enough about the Night Lords. Yeah, well, anyways, um, these guys are specialist Terminators. They're, they're kind of like a bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Um so, uh, and sort of the, the kind of tech are, but these guys were a big chunk of the first legion or the first company, sorry. So, mm-hmm. um, which was Sevatar's company. So it makes sense that they would come with teleportation transponders and they do, yep, but they do. we're looking at about 270 points. So right around that same price point that we saw on the last the release. Girl. Yep. Yep. Um, their weapon skill five, ballistic skill four, strength four, toughness four, wounds one, Initiative four, attacks two and three, leadership eight and nine, save two plus. So very similar to the Huskarl. Mm-hmm. Um, four Atramentar and one Atramentar uh, Trucador, Trucador. Um, their infantry, obviously. Their war gear, they come with a combi bolter, pretty standard power weapon, any type. So, you know, dealer's choice on that. Yep. Tartarus pattern Terminator armor, which makes sense for mm-hmm. Night Lords. Teleportation transponders, which is nice, uh, yeah. and trophies of judgment, so they cause fear. Mm-hmm. They also have night lords, uh, Legion of Stars night lords, so that means you're going to get that talent for murder, mm-hmm. uh, which is good because you're counting as two for the purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to get cloaked in murder, uh, which is any successful charge made against a unit that includes models with this special rule and that is not already engaged in combat counts as disordered. Mm-hmm. So if you're charging them, you don't get your extra attack. Mm-hmm. And then sworn loyalty. So this is uh, the Night Lords, Atramentor squads may be selected as troop choices in any detachment that includes Sevatar, but only if Sevatar has been chosen as the warlord of that army mm-hmm. and count as lead and terminator squads for the purposes of the master of the Atramentor special rule. Um, in addition, Atramentar squads are no longer scoring units for the purpose of capturing objectives. Should the warlord of the army they are part of be removed as a casualty? So basically, if Sevatar dies, they're no longer. Or if it, or if any warlord yeah. dies, they yeah, no any warlord score. dies, yeah, yeah, because um, again, they kind of they come and their their whole job is to keep the guy who is in charge in charge. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Now, something that you brought up that was very interesting and is damn near scary is mm-hmm. how many of these guys can you have in a squad? Yeah. So um, I mentioned talent for murder, which is pretty important. <laughs> and you can mm-hmm. take up to 15 Atramentar. No, you can take up to 15 more. But, or sorry. Yeah, I meant, I meant additional. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And they're so you only, can have a squad only 30 of 20 Terminators. Each. Yeah. You have a squad <laughs> of 20 Terminators at weapon skill five that are now going to be hitting on twos. Because you're outnumbering for sure at 20 Terminators. <laughs> yes, um, you are. So you're hitting on twos. If you take power axes, you're now wounding on twos. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you take swords, you're wounding on threes. Um, but uh, for every five models in the squad, one Atramentor may exchange their combi bolter for one of the following. So Heavy Flamer, Plasma Blaster, Reaper Auto Cannon, pretty standard. Yep. Um, but now you can take four of them. Yep, you can. Uh, which would include also the sergeant there, though. Uh, any Atramentar and or the True Store may exchange their combi bolter for one of the following combi weapon. Volkai Charger, seven points each for both mm-hmm. of those. Uh, any Atramentar and or the True Store may exchange their power weapon for one of the following. So the Nostrum and Chain Glaive for free. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think if I remember correctly, that's strength plus one AP four with rending. Two-handed? Keep reading. I'll double-check right now. Okay. Um, If it is, then great. You have a chain glaive that's going to be wounding on twos with rending. And if you're fighting Mechanicum, you're just going to cut them into bits. Um, If it's AP3, even better. But Craig will come in with that in a minute. Yeah, I'm coming. Um, Power Fist or Lightning Claws for five points each. Pretty standard. Chain Fist, 10 points. Thunder Hammer for 15 points little weird that's usually like the same cost as a chain fist but Mm -hmm. that's fine um probably not their probably not their mo but i don't know if you like thunder hammers throw it on there who cares i don't care if it's point sufficient do what you like do what you want yeah uh pair pair of lightning claws for plus 15 points um that doesn't make sense lightning claws only five points why would it be 15 I don't know. Maybe that's normal, actually. Um, okay, so the chain glaive is plus one strength, AP three melee, two handed. Oh, so it's even fucking better. Okay, yeah. So I mean, don't ever take a power sword if you're like, I'm gonna take a power sword. No, you um, take a chain glaive. Yeah, take chain glaives, and I mean, you can mix your stuff in there, right? So you could probably throw a few axes in there. Mm-hmm. Go for the chain glaive for chain I don't know fists half just in of them. Case. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if I'd do the chain fist, but. Well, I mean, because I'd be pointing these guys. Same with the Huskarls. I'd be pointing these guys at Marines. Yeah, I wouldn't be throwing them up against another Terminator unless I had to. Well, I'm not. I'm not so much saying because I mean, if I see someone with a squad like this pointing at my Marines, I'm pointing a Dreadnought at them. So two yeah, chain maybe. fists are gonna two chain fists are gonna help deal with the possibility of a you know a Dreadnought or you know a couple Dreadnoughts getting into your. I would maybe argue go for just a few more power fists because if you've got chain glaives in there, the chain glaives rend. Oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. You're right. Right. Yes, so, you don't need chain fists. The yeah, rending because you're yeah. already at plus one strength, right? Exactly. So you should be able to get a couple glances through. Yeah, you glance like, to death. Yep. Yeah, okay, I don't know. Enough. That's that's my thought on it. Um, plus, no, you're right. You're right. You're the, right. Um, the true store can take a headsman's axe, which is like pretty high strength, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. So well, I yeah, I mean. I would probably that's going to be in book nine. Uh, had, had yeah, I've got my book nine here. Oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Grenade harness if you want it. But headsman's axe. Pretty old. Head, oh, my. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Headsman axe is t- uh, strength What's times two. Oh, it's strength AP times three. AP three melee two-handed rending. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're just I mean, you don't yeah you don't need chain fist never mind fuck it yeah yeah maybe <laughs> toss a couple power fists in there just for good measure but mm-hmm. um I think with your chain it, yeah I mean a whole unit of twenty of these guys with chain glaives oh, like God. um you should glance that to death especially yeah, you should a glance a lot there. of things to death yeah there, there shouldn't be anything you don't glance to death yeah yeah and so. I love these guys. Um, Actually, I find rending is one of the most efficient ways of getting rid of tanks. Yeah, I could see that. Crack grenades are pretty good, too. Crack grenades are good as well, yeah. Um, but yeah, so awesome Terminator squad. It yeah. can get fairly pricey. Um, 30 points is pretty cheap. Yeah, but if for you have ones. 20 of them, yeah, that's gonna, gonna, the yeah. price is going to add up. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. But yeah, so as I was saying earlier, um, they are, they have, they don't have models for this. They do show you ways that someone had at, you know, GW or Forge World has modified these, these guys for, for them. Um, now what I was saying was with the, the last two releases of Terminator specific units mm-hmm. for the Imperial Fist and the Night Lords, they're both using plastic generic plastic models so the cataphracti for the huskarl and the tartars for the night lords this one actually i think was a lot of work put into it yes, keep sir. talking i'm gonna look up the conatekar um yeah i see that yeah they're using just but Conatekar, i guess but my, my my point is is the these units because there there's two different pictures there's one using the a lot of night lord a lot of night lord upgrade stuff and the other one is just a basic um tartars terminator squad upgraded using these rules and my thought process behind this was well it's it's, it's almost like they're coming out with these units to be used like they're coming out with a new box set you know maybe maybe a new mm-hmm. maybe a new cuz also the point value the point value is pretty high on these guys you know 270 for you know again one wound terminators i think when we see the new rules come out i think i don't think you're going to see any two wound terminators i i i'm getting the feeling that you're not going to see two wound terminators anymore yeah i agree um which i mean i don't know i always i always kind of wish it would be the opposite or see them like plus one toughness maybe i agree with you um, because you know Maybe when they I'm write about dreamer when, when they write about terminators they make them these unstoppable behemoths yeah they're gods they're not gods they they are so much above a regular marine that even just a marine standing in front of a terminator you just know that terminator is going to win but with one wound or the same toughness like the only thing that's really going for terminators is to have an invulnerable save yeah and and then with tartars is only five plus and with uh and they have a two up armor save like they're better statistically they're better but they don't come off as this imposing force that you read about in the books yeah i Um, agree and i I agree i really do think that even a one-up 
a higher toughness and one wound would be better so that power fists aren't i guess they're still killing them instantly if they only have one wound um or two wounds yeah so they're they're surviving they're a little bit harder to, I, I i'm okay paying 300 points for a terminator squad if they're two wounds yeah i would agree um, I'd be in that boat. Uh, so I've done my quick Google foo here. Google in, foo. Yeah, and you're right. So um, the because we got two pictures of Conatekar. Yeah. Um, oh my God, of Atramentar. Atramentar, um, yeah. Uh, and so the bottom picture is, um, well, I mean, they, they, this would be a lot less labor intensive. Looks like they mm. mixed a lot of the forty um, k. Chaos stuff into it, yeah, yeah. Like the spikes with the helmets and yeah. like the bones and some of the tabards and stuff. Yep. And then they painted skull, or maybe Skulls. used um maybe used a transfer or something. That's mm -hmm. probably what I would do if I could. Um, so a lot like you know, no less beautiful than the ones up top, but mm -hmm. probably a little bit easier. But these ones on the top, that right shoulder pad, is a stormcast shoulder pad. Mm-hmm. Because it's a lion. Yep. Um, the body is the Conatekar body or the Kentekar body. The heads are Terror Squad heads. That's and nice. then, yeah, and then the like legs and arms and stuff are um, are uh, Tartarus. Yeah, and actually, yeah. I think I'm not a hundred percent, but I think. His headsman's axe conversion is from Necromunda. It's hard to tell at the angle it's at. Yeah, it, it is. Um, but I, I could see it being um, from the uh, Corpse Grinder kit. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, so like they, they're, they're showing two different in, in the pictures. They're, you know, a simple, quick, not simple, but. More, a simpler version of how to get these guys to look and stand out. It's a less labor to, intensive. Right? Less labor intensive. Second one, yeah. Um, but nonetheless, it's a they look beautiful and they stand out on the on the battlefield, no problem. And then there's like the try hard. You know how many different models have we had to, you know, use to make this happen? X number of dollars has gone into this. I mean, if you're, you work for Games Workshop, obviously. That's nothing. You just go to the parts bin and pick what you fucking want. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure there's going to be people out there that are going to want to try and yeah, they're going to want to do that. that. Yeah, hundred percent. And a hundred percent, go for it. Yeah, they'll I look see it. fantastic. I, I want to see too. <laughs> like they'll look so fantastic on the battlefield. They'll stand mm -hmm. out. Like, oh my god, I would love to see it. Yeah. So you know, if you're a Night Lords player, have at her. Let's see it. Show us them. Yeah. Tag us in it. Yeah, yeah, let's see it. Um, and then you get uh, you get a mission here. So mm -hmm. the mission depicts the valiant stand of the Ultramarines at the um, Attican Square of Sothopolis against mm -hmm. the savage onslaught of the Night Lords, knowing they would eventually be overrun. Warriors of the 13th Legion remain stalwart against the tide of treachery. Scant few warriors stood against a numerically superior foe. But those that did made their enemy pay and spilled blood for every forward stride. Every moment they could delay the inevitable was another moment the orbital guns of the Castellum were free to hurl defiant fire into the sky, and that the ultimate prize of the Pharos remained out of the traitor's reach. 
So, yeah, pretty cool mission here. Um, yeah, yeah, I really Yeah, like you could mission. play this in any size. You could easily do this on... Um, you could easily do this on uh, Centurion or Frontline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pardon me. Um, yeah, and it's kind of just your regular sort of like line breaker mission. Yeah, it's still a lot of fun. Like they, they, your deployment, um, the attacker can only bring in certain units uh, on the reserve, and they actually have to keep certain units in reserve. So I'll just quickly read the deployment here. Yeah, sure. I'll roll off to see who will deploy first. Before deploying, the attacker may deploy up to half of the units of in his force as normal. For every other unit, uh, roll a d6. On a roll of 1 to 3, the unit deploys as normal. On a roll of 4, 5, or 6, the unit must be entered in reserve. Once the game begins, the attacker should make reserve rolls for the units of different types in the following order, starting on the turn indicated. Yep. Uh, turn two onwards. Troops and fast attack. Turn three onwards. Troops, fast attack, elite, and HQ. And heavy support. And then turn four onwards. All remaining units automatically become available with no dice rolls. Mm-hmm. When the attacker attacker's reserves become available, they enter from the attacker's tail edge. Yep. And it's it's a it's a chevron shaped, uh, it's a chevron shaped map. Map, yeah. So the the defender, yeah. I believe the defender is also has to take a fortification. Um, no, yeah, defender deployment. Yeah, he must take turn. one fortification choice. Yeah, that's pretty. It cool. may take more than one if their chosen force organization chart allows. So if you're playing anything other than. If you're playing the one that allows it, like the Castellan, I think is what it's called. The Castellan yeah. um, uh, four sword chart, mm-hmm. I think was what it was called. But yeah, yeah anyways, right. yeah. yep. Um, I like it. I like the mission. My hijack it for LVO a little bit, maybe. <laughs> it's 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 interesting. I really like it. Yeah. Um, no, no, because I'm not gonna make people bring fortifications, but mm. fair enough. I could just take that part out. I don't know. It's a it's a cool mission. It's a cool setup. Yep. Um, I definitely want to try it. I know I have a game set up with uh, Jordan here in two weeks. Sweet. Maybe maybe I'll uh, give it a go. Yeah. Drop out, take out the uh, the fortifications, and just go hard from there. Yeah. Yeah. You could just play it like it's his found three or something. Yeah. Because we'll be using it. As, yeah. I don't know what you're planning on using, but. Uh, I'm doing World Eaters. World and Eaters, he's okay. doing Sons of Horus. I yep. was also going to talk to him about because he is using Loken. I was like, well, maybe, maybe I'll do a Trader Sons of Horus with Abaddon. But mm-hmm. we'll see. I'll see what yeah. he says. Yeah, you could do that too. Yep, it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that'll be. I'm, a blast. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's, it'll be my second game in the last couple of years. So yeah, uh, um, hopefully, you know. Things Shake get that rust off, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, how about we take a break here? You know, go to the bathroom, get some of the drink. And... Um, yeah, we can or do that. Each... We, we got one more new thing to go oh, over. Oh, yeah. I right. forgot about him. Yeah. Um, Fucking all terrains. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? The Night Lord's got a new unit, so... So the, the Ultramarines get the a new sculpt. The Ultramarines get a new sculpt, yeah. <laughs> so they finally got one of their characters. Um, and uh, it's Remus Venatus, which, I like, you know, a lot of people were using the um, Herald that came yeah. out a few years ago. Um, and, and, like, I like the Herald. He's kind of got bell-bottomy legs, but I like him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... He's got a low center of gravity. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Uh, oh, also, there's like new plastic scouts that came are coming out with the Black Templars. So oh, those will be yeah. usable. Now, we were um, talking about that. And we'll, we'll actually continue when you're when we're done talking about uh, the Ultraman character here. But um, yeah, continue. Yep. I got questions. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Remus Venatus uh, had his rules here. Accidentally closed the book. Um, I I always liked him. He tempted me actually with making a an Ultramarines. Just because the way at one point deployment and reserves yeah. and all that. Yeah, and I really like their like phalanx stuff that they can do, mm-hmm. like uh, breachers of power swords. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Remus Venatus, Captain Remus Venatus, 155 points, Commander of the Fourth Company, the first chapter of the Ultramarines Legion. Savior of Kelth. Uh, he's weapon skill 5, ballistic skill 5, strength 4, toughness 4, 3 wounds, initiative 5, 3 attacks, leadership 10, and a 3 plus save. So he's um, he's a Praetor stat line with a 3 plus save. Mm-hmm. He is an Iron Halo, so a 4 plus invuln, power sword, bolt pistol, melt-a-bombs, nuncio vox, frag and crack grenades, legion standard, and power armor. Mm-hmm. Um I wouldn't be too chapped actually if they got if they did away with like Paragon Blades and Divining Blades. Now that I'm thinking about it, like just have guys wailing on each other with power swords. It would definitely prolong the fight. Or if they made yeah. them relics. Yeah. Yeah, or gave every like power sword rending. That'd be cool. Yep. Uh or controversial statement, if they went back to like the old kind, which I know they do in eighth and ninth, but the old method of like armor penetration like where it doesn't necessarily ignore it but mm. like you have your armor and then you subtract but then you got to bring terminators back to the old two dice roll which mm-hmm. i'm okay with well we'll see hopefully yeah. in fingers crossed <laughs> yeah uh yeah probably a month or two um anyways legion standard power armor he's got uh la ultramarines master of the legion independent character uh warlord um, if he's the army's warlord, he has the residue, resolute planning trait rather than rolling. Mm-hmm. He has adamantium will, so that's pretty handy. And cunning strategist. So, cunning strategist. While Remus Venatus is alive, the opposing player has minus one modifier to all reserve rolls. Mm-hmm. And the owning player may choose to reroll any reserve rolls they've made, whether failed or successful. So, that'll help. And uh, resolute planning. Um... The hallmark of Remus Venatus's command was the phenomenal resolution with which he committed his will and blood to any strategy he had decided upon in battle, no matter the odds or the opposition, and his ability to inspire those in his service to do the same. During the murderous perfidy, uh, perfidy, mm. I guess, yeah, um, of the Battle of Kalth, it was this factor above all else which continued the forces under his command to endure and triumph. Both Captain Remus and the units with Legionis Astartes Ultramarines 
in an army with Remus Fanatis as its warlord have the stubborn special rule while they have at least one model within three inches of an objective. Mm-hmm. So pretty handy. Good luck getting rid of these guys. Yep. Yeah. So if you want to maybe play a mission where you have to hold a line, these would be your guys to hold that yep. line. They, they, um, they'd work really well in a, a mission they just released. Yep. Yeah, they would. <laughs> um, his model's friggin' beautiful. And, and I it like is. that they're given stuff with helmets. I guess his, actually, his non-helmeted head's kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's a little, little, yeah, little goofy does, It doesn't look quite the same as the picture. Like, he looks, he looks like a total Chad in his picture. <laughs> like, just a real handsome young man. Yeah, yeah, he's, um, yeah. And uh, you can probably use a different head (laughs) if you want him without a helmet. But yeah, his helmet looks friggin' awesome though, and his his standard here looks sweet. It's it's a beautiful model. Um, Yeah, I I gotta say the Ultramarines. You guys, guys have gotten some love lately. Got your Praetors. Now this, you know, I'm happy for you. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm happy. You know, um, this is all, all it says to me is <sighs> Horus Heresy isn't dead. Yeah. Horus Heresy 2.0. I, I can't wait for it. I can't wait to see what they do. Um, I can't wait for those fucking, I've got money set aside for those box sets. Like, oh yeah. I, man, I'm getting, I'm pushing denim as we speak. <laughs> I was who was I talking to? I was recently talking to, I was talking to somebody about that. I think it was Ryan. Oh, but that's the point. We were talking about the new um, scouts that are coming in the Black Templar box being able to be used in in thirty k. Yeah. When I asked the question, Facebook went down, oh. and so it never went through. And then six hours later, it came back up, and I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. How do they work for thirty k? Um, because they're not like a Primaris thing, as far as I can tell. They just look like a regular scout. Mm. Like, well, um, have you seen them? Like, have you seen pictures of them? Yeah, I've seen pictures of them. I get, I you know, I didn't really, I wasn't really look. I didn't really look to see if they were look like Firstborn or not, because I was so busy looking at the uh, the third edition cover model. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah, that guy, that guy, that that. I want that model. I will base an entire fucking army around that model if I have to, because that art was such a pivotal part of when I first started uh, 40k back in third edition, because it was it was the art cover art for the rule book. Yeah, and I remember seeing that 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 specifically that 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 cover art and being wow, this is so epic and it was so gritty and so dark grim and. It's just it's it just seeing them actually throw do a throwback to that that artwork, Chef's Kiss as you put it. I mean yeah. that was awesome and it looks exactly like the picture. Now a lot of people are still going on about oh oh no I hadn't seen them. Okay yeah so like this is a picture of them. Um, I guess my snip made it a little blurry, so. Mm-hmm. There's the guy in the back that you were just yep. talking about, the third edition guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of up on a tactical rock and stuff, but you can see that he's right next to a scout. The scout is even closer to him, actually, yeah. and the scout is still smaller. But 
there's a scout below him who's next to a Primaris and he only like reaches up to like the guy's shoulder. Yeah. Right. And the Primaris is even kind of got like a bit of a spacing. Yeah. Yeah. I see um, that. Yeah. Yeah. And even th- this guy is standing up a little bit more like, um, yeah. And like, I, I wouldn't cry foul if somebody used him, even if they're a little bit bigger. Yeah. Cause they, does game store shop not have scouts or scouts anymore? No, you can still get them. Oh, you can. Okay. But yeah, looking at that model, um, he does not look primary, primary size. Just judging, just looking at this picture that you sent me. Yep. Uh, he looks like he's firstborn. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about like the 40k current fluff. No, me neither. Um, it's, it's, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe they like, maybe they have to be regular Marines first. And then once they've been proven well enough, then they get to be Primaris guys, maybe. Maybe, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, again, same with you. I am not up to the 40k fluff. It's all gibberish to me. Um, yeah. I mean, I that first that 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 model that Black Templar model. I mean, that's a perfect. That's a chaplain. In any army, that's a chaplain. Yeah. Um. Or a Praetor mm-hmm. or whatever you fucking want because it's just so fucking badass. Which is means I'm going to go buy some Black Templar shit so I can have that model. Yeah, I I'm, might I'm wait and just see uh, what, what comes up. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's a list of like what's in the box. I know there's the Emperor's Champion here. Um, See, I think they've he got might pictures be a standalone. The... No, there's a box set. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a, the army box set. Um, yeah, the army set is up for pre-order tomorrow. Mm. Um, I forgot about these guys, so I was going to see, but uh, cause there's probably like an unboxing. Hmm. <laughs> See if we can find some answers here. Um, Crusade rules. Nope, that's not that. Black Templar relics. Nope. Not to focus on 40k. I just want. I just want an answer. I don't think you're. Um, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> they for sure did like. Uh, oh, here we go. These amazingly new models. I'm sure it's in that. Okay. There's our sweet, sexy guy, the Castellan. Mm-hmm. And actually, yeah, you can tell actually for sure that he's firstborn because um, I, I I went digging on this guy earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, and because then I did see like another Primaris guy who mm-hmm. had like the first combi Primaris weapon. And it still has like that that rack or like the thing that they can put the sights to. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. kind of like a cog, or like it rotates almost. It almost looks mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a revolving chamber in the top of the gun, and this this doesn't have that. Mm. Um, and his backpack looks like a Mark Six backpack, and like I, I mean, I think he's big, but who cares? Like you want your characters to stand out, or I do anyway. Yeah, no, I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah, and then I don't know some weird unit upgrades and transfers. 
Citadel color. Um, maybe it's in the details on this upgrade kit. Equip relics and stuff. I don't know. I know I did see it somewhere earlier mm. about the scout unit, but um, I guess they're in their own, entirely own article. Um, oh, here's the Black, T Black Templar army set here. Uh, contains 13 miniatures, 12 are new for this box. Uh, yeah, they're calling them four neophytes. So I'm, 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 Five I'm on the, and a sword brother decked out with holy war gear. I'm on the, um, Warhammer community page. Yeah. Those, um, scouts are yeah. using regular bolt pistols. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. And regular bolt guns. Yeah. They're calling yeah. them neophytes, which it's, you know, another name for the scout, I guess. But yeah. Yeah, and actually, you can see a better picture of them here. They're definitely smaller than these guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, um, big time. But, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I expect those guys will be available in a box set all their own soon enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, because you're right. They're not using, like, a, or at least I don't think they're using, like, a their crazy heavy bolt whatevers. Yeah, the bolt uh, pistol or whatever it's the called. The heavy bolt pistol, yeah. I mean, maybe it is, but, again, who, who cares, like, I might pull a whole thing of those out depending on what the, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's clearly scout armor. Oh, it's hundred percent armor. Some talbards. Yep. Um, These would make really good scouts for like dark angels with the would. tabards. Yep. Yeah. That'd be cool. If you wanted to run like a scout company, um, looks like the head, you could fit like a helmet on there, pop a Mark four helmet on there, call mm -hmm. it a day. They would work yeah. for Blood Angels too, with the Tabards, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were fuck. They'd work for Imperial Fist. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they uh, were. Yeah. yeah, they'd work for just. They were. Everybody. They'd work for a lot of armies. Yep. Yeah, so I'm sure there'll be people out there who'll probably be looking to get rid of some of those, just because they want the other things in the Black Templar army box. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't care. I, I use whatever for my heresy means. Heresy is wherever you find it. Yeah. You make, make heresy your own. Yeah, exactly. Commit your own heresy. Um, <laughs> I want that Castellan model, though. So I don't know what I would, I. Where, like, where I would put them, but I want them. I don't know where I'd put them either, but I want him to. Yeah. He looks sexy. Fantastic. Like, he's got Mark Six armor. Looks crazy. He looks beefy. Yeah. Like his perfect. chest piece looks big. You make him into a Nemiel? Swap that axe for like a staff? Oh yeah, yeah. Or even just elongate the axe. Mm. So that it looks like a staff. See, and I then you get want yourself more than a Nemiel. One. I want more than one. I want one to do up like the, the box art or the mm -hmm. cover art. And then I yep. want one to like modify. Hmm. Yeah, hopefully that comes out as its own little thing. Because I'm not buying this box. No. <laughs> no. Not, not, not for not one model. No. Yep. Um, but, okay, cool. Well, why don't we take a break? Yeah, let's take a um, break. Sir, we got down that weird rabbit hole. <laughs> buddy. 
I'm sure that wasn't super exciting to listen to me look through a well, fucking we were, website. We're both <laughs> looking through it. But, um, but yes, take a break, and yeah. uh, we'll be back with a re. Yeah, with a list update. podcast uh, okay so in the second half um we were going to do kind of a revisit for colton's uh, ultramarine list yes and uh we tried to do it and man you made us work for this one. Oh yeah <laughs> um, so we decided to take a little break get through all the rules get figure everything out get a little more info from colton and we're back so um if you remember before he was kind of he's in a pretty hard meta so it makes Sounds sense. Sounds like but, it. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, so he writes in and he says, Hey, Alex, uh, congrats on getting a game with Mini Wargaming. Looked like a fun match. It was. I was able to attend the Warzone Houston Heresy event last weekend, have my eyes open to what people bring to a narrative event. Played against a World Eater Drop Pot Assault list, a Death Guard Drop Pot Assault, Thousand Suns Deep Strike Terminator Spam list, and a Night Lord Assault Ram Thunder uh, Terminator list. Uh, only the Death Guard player was not running a D weapon. And the missions were unique for the tables, and they were great. Um, so I got a little background on that. And uh, one thing that is common with narrative event organizers, if they're very engaged and they're very good, is they'll um, pair like-minded individuals. So they'll, they'll kind of take a peek at lists, and they'll mm. kind of pair you with similar lists. Um, particularly if, you know, if it's not a tournament style where Swiss pairing kind of decides everything. Yeah. Um, and I think this is probably what happened to you here. Um, cause I spoke to a few other players that were around and they didn't feel that they really saw any D weapons, uh, um, or too many. So you guys probably got put a little bit into your own bubble. Um, and, and, and actually your follow-up email uh, where you mentioned that your opponents were more focused on tabling you than scoring points makes me believe that. Um, yeah. Just coming from such a hard um, 
meta ourselves. Yeah, yeah, meta. I was gonna say mindset um, in in our area as well. Uh, I've played a lot of games where I've won because they weren't focused on the mission. Yeah. Um, they were just focused on trying to table me. Uh, anyways, uh, hashtag mortificator meta is what kept me in the games. Glad to hear it. And I'm pretty sort of sold on the unit going forward. I was wondering if I can expect a similar style list at LVO as my opponents were just maxing their rights of war. I was going to bring a little less of an optimized list, but knowing that I will get tabled like crazy if I don't bring a banger has me gun shy. First of all, you don't have to be gun shy. We've been to LVO many times. We don't mm-hmm. usually see this kind of stuff. No. No. Um, yeah, especially not in a sort of narrative event. Um, and there will be a little bit of free form to it uh, when you go as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think you need to do it, but I, I, we've reviewed your list quite a bit, and I think you can actually get a little more utility out of the almost 600 points that you've poured into the into that... Um, it's called the Aquila Strong Point. Yeah, I mean, because uh, yeah, we we discussed this at length. We discussed yeah. this at length. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll cycle back to that. We'll finish his email and then we'll cycle back. Yeah. Um. So here is the three K list I ran. I ended up getting best loyalist. Congrats, dude. Uh, they didn't use Mortal points. Just did the Mortal custom characters. That's pretty cool. Uh, so he did a custom Mortificator, Mental of Ultramar, good choice. Refractor field, target priority, implacable advance, three Contemptor dreads with carries. Uh, with a fist with plasma and a havoc launcher, pretty smart. Kind of covers your anti-air yep. um, and gives you a bit of punch. And the rending on the carries ain't nothing to snuff at. Uh, Master signals, stock standard. Probably don't need this guy if you're not running logos lectora. Mm. And then uh, we've got an apothecary, artificer armor, power sword, augury scanner. Pretty good outfit. Uh, pretty good outfit. Uh, yep. Two 10-man tactical squads with extra close combat weapons, artificer armor, and a power fist. These guys were out on foot, and that probably hurt you a little bit uh, against some of those D-blasts. Um, 10-man tactical support squad and plasma. This is an expensive unit to have just walking around. 100%. Um, with a, um, they're going to have a massive target on their back. Mm-hmm. I'm, willing to, I'm willing to bet that these guys didn't pull a lot of weight in your games. No. Um, Three javelin attack speeders, uh, heavy bolter, cyclone missiles. Nothing wrong with that. They can outflank. They can deep strike. Get in the butt of something, blow it up. Mm-hmm. Um, the butt of a bane blade ain't exactly that tough. Uh, same with the no, it's not. Nope. Yep. It's twelve. Twelve. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then he's got a lightning strike fighter with six crack missiles uh, with a twin las. I'm gonna put a little asterisk here next to this bad boy because I'm gonna talk about it when we talk about your strong point. Mm-hmm. Um, Leviathan, two storm cannons, phosphects, heavy flamers. Uh, you've got your Aquila strong point with the Magus machine spirit and a void shield. And I think you were going to switch that up a little bit. So the narrative for the event was that the loyalists were holding onto the last bit of a planet. And so you'd mm-hmm. be on the defense. Makes sense that you'd bring something like a stronghold. I do agree. Um, at this point, I was thinking about keeping the main parts of the list. Mortificator unit, definitely keep that guy. Plasma squad, yep, they're good. And a fortification. Might want to change the fortification. Um, but we'll, we'll go through that. that in a bit. Yeah, and then trading the plane and speeders for a melta squad and a drill. Um, if I have extra points, they'll go towards rhinos for the tax squads. Do you think it's too much? Are we even allowing D weapons to be there? Well, first of all, I didn't ban anything uh, for LVO. Made, it made it hard for certain things to be used. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, Craig, Craig's handicapped himself in the Centurion a little bit, so that I way have... it's 
front line fits his theme a little bit more, and that's fine if you guys want to do that. I, like you know, I'm not. Well, and and, not and I'll just give it. a quick, yeah. quick, quick because we've talked about this before. But um, with my with my sons of Horus, I've got eighteen hundred points in my Centurion Plus because I need to save points for my three thousand point, so I could get the vehicles to transport my infantry and my Fellblade. Now my Fellblade, yeah, it's twelve hull points. I don't think it's ever made it a game all all the way to the end. Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. And it's not a D weapon itself. It was just fitting the theme of my army, and it's something I've used in a tournament setting before, and literally came in dead last. Yeah. So the, the tank didn't make that big of a difference. It's just going with my theme of my army that the tank yeah. fits in. Yeah, you just like it. You're going for oh, that I love, kinda, I love the um, you know, armored convoy yeah, kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so uh, I, I've always kind of had a little bit different of, uh, I don't want to say an opinion, but strategy, maybe, I guess. Um, we've, we've both been into the sauce a little tonight. But um, <laughs> uh, when I build a list, like even a 3,000 point list, it's pretty rare for me to take a Lord of War. Or something that's strong, because uh, I'm I'm a big believer in the more choices that you have to force your opponent to make, the better position you're going to be in. And you've got about 600 points in this Aquila strong point. So um, before we continue, he uh, gave us a bit more info. So here's the list I'm thinking about. In order to drop down to his 2,000, he would take out the fortification, so about 600 points, the Melta team, and the drill, and then the Leviathan would lose armor ceramite. So I guess that's about a thousand points. Yeah. Uh, the narrative was that they were holding on to a planet. Um, there wasn't a single mission that I played where the victory condition was to get to the opponent's deployment zone. So it also means he likely wasn't trying to get any objectives up there. Um, yeah. Just some extra bonus points, which he felt he didn't need to go for. For the most part, if I took the mid-board and kept the traders out of my deployment zone, I was scoring enough to win. Makes sense. It was difficult against the drop pod list, but my opponents were more focused on tabling me rather than scoring points. We know what that's like. And yep. so my contemptors were earning their points in both our turns. Good. Uh, that's awesome. That's smart. Well, I find uh, I find this interesting in that he said his contemptors were earning their points. And hear anything about the strong point earning its points? Uh, yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, he didn't mention he didn't mention that the strong point was really like a oh. strong linchpin. Yeah, it seems like the contemptors were there, so it might make more sense to lean more into that. Okay. Um, if because I think he's got some box knots too, but um, anyways, uh, the mortificator doesn't have the battlesmith rule, but it makes sense that he can repair with his built-in servo arm. I'm playing great. it as a five plus instead of a four plus. Does that work? Uh, we scoured the books. I think it might be somewhere in the Mechanica book that you can make a repair with a servo arm. I checked it because it's it's only under the melee weapons in the Legion, in the Legion's book. Um, but under that heading, it actually mentions that a battlesmith rule will give you a plus one to your repair roll. So if a tech marine repairs on a four plus, then I would say that, yeah, he repairs on a five plus. I agree. I concur. Yep. Yeah. So that, that makes sense to me, dude. Um, all, all good in the hood there. Uh, master signal, um, power armor. So he's bare bones, 95 points. Mm -hmm. Mortificator and his buddies. Um, uh, same way that he had them outloaded before, so plasma blasters, carries, and uh, their contemptors. They all have armored ceramite, smart, and uh, they're about 780 points. Mm -hmm. Pardon me. Mm -hmm. 
the elites, apothecary detachment, uh, apothecary um, power sword, um, power armor. So uh, no artificer on this guy. Tactical squad, um, nine tactical uh, marines, extra combat blades, um, and then artificer armor, power fist on the sergeant, and they're in a rhino. Smart. Yep. Uh, he's got two of those in rhinos. Smart. Uh, then he has the Legion Meltagun squad. Uh, it looks like he put that up to 10, so that's 330 points. Mm-hmm. And he's got those in a drill, and the drill's pretty cheap. It's only 80 points, so actually, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and then a tactical support squad, plasma gun squad, um, artificer armor on the sergeant, and they're up to 10. That's probably where his apothecary goes. Yeah, I would. I think so I would too. bet. Yeah, uh, and then he's got a Leviathan, uh, armored ceramite, heavy flamers, uh, storm cannons, two storm cannons, and a phosphex ditch discharger. Really good, really smart. You're gonna make a lot of vehicles your bitch, and you're gonna like I I with between this Leviathan and your contemptors, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be worried about any planes that come in. And then he's got the Aquila strong point, which is 585 points of the macro cannon. This is where I think you can use your points a little more efficiently. I agree. Um, I also, well, for starters, I, I, I would drop this. I would drop the strong point because I can't promise you that your missions are going to want you to hold back and turtle up. Mm-hmm. Um, second, you've still got your plasma gun squad, which is crazy effective and a crazy amount of points. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just walking around like you've yeah. Uh, it I would mean, be unless, better. He, unless he unless he has them hunkered down in the strong point, but that's a lot of points. And 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 I just want to say this quickly because we we had to do our research on this. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons why he was having such a hard time with D weapons is buildings don't hold up against D weapons. I mean, yeah. it's got what five points on the main structure, four on the medium structure. And you get a penetrating hit, and you're rolling on, on the uh, damage Building chart, damage table chart, and which is just gonna screw you over. Yeah, I yeah. Was just, um, once we started I doing the be research, scared of his bunker, like or of his main strong point. No, like my because you can't take armored ceramite on it either, which means that my melta guns mm-hmm. are gonna get their you know their melta special rule against you, and they're gonna drop down right next to you, um, in a drop pod. And they're probably going to take that thing out right yep. away, and you've you've basically lost an effective 600 points, um, and you've got a lot of stuff to choose from, and uh, and I think I think we can do it different. I, I've said a number of times on the podcast too. I don't like single things, like you know, I, I don't like a whole a whole list that's like all on the ground and then like a drop like a dreadnought yeah. in a drop pod. So termites are cheap. Give the plasma gun squad another termite. I think you oh, might yeah. have to buy that, but uh, if you're willing to spend the money on another termite drill, do that. And then you've got two. Like you've got your specialist support squads. So you've got your your tactical squads and rhinos kind of gunning up the front. Mm-hmm. And like this is there there's there's a story, I think it's in it's either in the Emperor's Children section or the Ultramarine section, where mm-hmm. Fulgrim actually loses his mind on his own troops and punishes them heavily because the ultramarines use one of their strategies and do it better. Huh. So to me, that that says something like Maruscara. Yep. And what could be better than to bring it up from underground instead of from outflanking? 
Yeah. Um, in this list as well, he took his javelins out that he had. <sighs> like, so the javelins are going to be pound really, really pound. good. Pound for pound. Yeah. Pound for pound, point for point. One of the greatest units out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how many javelins did he have in the first? He did bring all three. So, yeah, I mean, I would ditch this Aquila strong point. Well, and something um, else when we were discussing this, like Haywire. Haywire is super hmm. effective. Ridiculously effective. It's going to yeah. glance you to death. And there goes right. 600 points. Yeah, because you don't even have to worry about the armor value anymore. Yeah, you just, oh, I glanced you. I glanced yeah. you five times. Oh, yeah. You're it's going to glance your void shield right out. And then yeah. it's going to glance out your bunker right away. Yeah. Um, and that that unit's only about 400 points. I guess if the, you the, took a, a hoplite. The big the big thing is you're paying a lot of points for five hull points on the main yeah. section. Yeah, and Nine no hull... mobility. Yeah, no mobility. No, no mobility. Yeah, that's no mobility. that's the other kicker. Um, it's a cool theme. I think you were right to take it for, for that that for that, that event. Yeah, where they're telling you like you're going to be holding a planet. Like, just it's you know all bets are off. You're in dire circumstances. Go for it. Oh yeah. Um, but if we jump back to your original email, Colton, because you've got a nice handy list of everything that you've got. The other thing oh, I would wow. do is I would put a Praetor in there so you can take Logos Loctora mm -hmm. um, because it's a really good right of war and it's going to buff your Dreadnoughts. Like yep. you can give your dreadnoughts counterattack. That's huge. It's huge. Or you can give them like all fleet, which is also massive. Yeah. Um, uh, anyways, he's got a plasma cannon squad. That's cool. I'd like to include those, but I don't think that these these guys do better in um, armies that infiltrate. Which, Legion which, plasma cannons. Legion plasma cannons. I mean. The... Um, no, anyway. I, I, uh... no, they they do they do yeah. in, in units that infiltrate because they're only thirty six inch range, and so if you can infiltrate, you could yeah you're up, like, you're up on them yeah. yeah you don't have to give them the suspensors which saves you some points in mm -hmm. those infiltrating armies because you're not worrying about moving really, and then but that's a lot of could, points yeah it is um, I've yet to use them but I have some mm. uh, anyways he's got he's got a lot of stick runs here. Um, Maybe, maybe even if he wanted to, because you're going to bring those drills up and the plasma guns are going to melt light vehicles. Whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, pretty much everything except for armor 14 or above. And the melted guns can take care of anything that's that. And if mm -hmm. you've got both of them in drills, that's a pretty, like, you can choose which one comes out. So if you run up against a guy who doesn't have a whole lot of um, heavy armor, then, like, I don't know, maybe bring them up first. I, it's, it's, a, it's dealer's choice. Yeah. If if he had, like, a unit of Vindicators, then I would probably bring the multi, or I'd bring the multi-guns up just to mm -hmm. really deal with it. But um, he's got a Daredeo, which is pretty good, but I don't think he needs it. Like, his Leviathan's pretty good. Yep. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I would go with your Praetor. Maybe tack them in somewhere, but then you might have to bring like, you might have to bring a bodyguard with them. Something, yeah. Which will cost you some points, maybe, but. Um, Terminators will do that just fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you wanted to bring like a squad of Terminators, and then if you really wanted to, actually, I could really see the Ultramarines doing this, like not leading from the front 
because they're very Roman and usually the Roman generals were at the back. Mm-hmm. Um, you could take an Aegis defense line and then you could take like the, the comms array yeah. to make sure that your drill is coming in. And then you could pack like the Praetor and maybe a small bodyguard back there. Or even if you just left them with tactical Marines, like it's going to have to be a lot of, somebody's going to have to dedicate time and resources to getting rid of that guy. If you do that. Yeah. And then you get your Logos Loctora and then, you know, you don't have to pimp them all the way out. Like you don't have to give them a power fist and a Paragon blade and like maybe just give them a power fist and call it a day. Um, because he's going to have a four plus cover save if he's behind mm-hmm. the, uh, the Aegis defense line. Yeah. But, um, I know you've only got two rhinos, but we kind of solved that problem already with the addition of the other drill. Yeah. And if you can get your hands on another drill, that it becomes a massive threat. Mm-hmm. And, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, I think it's, it's either Mornival or the FAC allows you to squadron Sikorins, right? Up to two. Yes, I believe. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, it's I'm pretty FAQ. sure. I think it's the FAQ. It's the FAQ. Okay. Yeah. Either way, it's it'll in the be game. you'll be allowed. Yeah, you'll you'll be able to do it. So like, over that D weapon, I would take two sicker inventors, mm. and then I would so if, much more. Yeah, if you have the points after the drill, and the uh, the Praetor, but you don't have to take the Praetor, obviously. If you want to just have the Mortificator running it, um, you know that like more power to you, man. Um, it's probably pretty fucking hard to kill that guy. So you're probably not going to lose him a whole bunch, but you can maybe, you know, give him artificer armor and stuff or give him the mantle of Ultramar again. Yeah. Um, and then skip the, the nonsense on the Praetor and the, uh, and the Aegis defense line. But if you can fit four Sycorins in there, like all within that thousand <sighs> points, like if you can fit four Sycorins and like a, a drill, drill in that thousand points, I think you're going to get way more bang for your buck. Well, those Venators, because all they have to do is hit a Super Heavy. Yeah. Yeah, and they just no have long... to hit the Super Heavy. That's a great point. And they're no longer a threat to you. So if you if you are facing someone who has a D weapon, you hit them with the Venator, mm-hmm. and they're not firing back at you. Yep. Yeah, and that, that deals with your veteran your uh, D weapon problem yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I think I'd do. And then you've got the Battle Tank, which is pretty good. Like it's mm-hmm. decently cheap, but they're fast, right? So now you've got these these vehicles that can kind of skirt around the flank or rip up, or like they can move twelve inches and still shoot a whole bunch out. And you can yeah. keep them cheap. Um, you and, don't and have the, to put the las cannons or anything on them. Well, and the thing is, like like the 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 auto cannon, the accelerator auto cannon, it's still a great yeah. weapon. It's yeah, rending it has terminal tracking as well. Rending. Um. So you're gonna you're dealing with your your bikes and javelins, you're going to be able to get them quite easily. And they'll uh, have to re-roll their successful jinx saves. Jinx saves. And then yep. you've got, uh, you got rending. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's not as great as, you know, the, the assault cannons, but it's still really good. Rending's rending. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's still, it's still like strength seven or something. And yeah. There's like still strength seven. four or three. So yeah, you're not you're not going to be taking down book, Spartans and Land Raiders, but your everything else is definitely very vulnerable to you in yeah. rending. Yeah, but you you've got enough to deal with it, and uh, you know, it, just rounding back one more because I forgot to mention it when we were talking about the strong point. Mm-hmm. Like you you took a lightning with six Kraken pens, um, that would sort your your building out. 
That would sort your building yeah. out pretty quick. Uh, we talked about that too because the Krakens yep. will just eat right through it. Yeah, they'll just chew, chew, it, chew it apart. Get a glancing hit from one from something else um, against the Void Shield and then crack it into it and it's gone. It's slag. I, I think the problem is it's cool if you're playing a game and a theme where you're defensing. It's a defensive mission. It, the whole theme is like like he was playing in his event. Mm-hmm. Um, hold the, the loyalists were holding this planet, but at the end of the day, it's so vulnerable and it's so many points that there's there's so many things out there that'll eat it alive. Yeah, and if you've got four Sikarin chassis, like oh, that guy's going to be way more worried about that. And then oh, man, while, that... while he's worried about that, you're going to have drills coming up from underground. Like you're going to literally be able to almost pretend you're the Alpha Legion and give them a harrowing because you'll be able to come at them from every angle. Every angle. Yeah. Like, even, even even thinking about that, that I like at first when we were talking about the list, his original list, I was like, oh, you know, I just glanced the effing thing to death. And then, yeah. but this, you got four Sikarins running around. You've got these drills that are going to come up from who knows fucking where. And all of a sudden, now I'm on backpedaling. Like, I would, I'm legit, legitimately more terrified of that prospect than the strong point. Like, just abjectly thinking about what my what's in my army versus what what he what he could have in his army i'm 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 more terrified of that over the strong point that's yeah. just my opinion yeah um <laughs> i'm sorry i'm uh, a couple spice rums in so yeah no no it's all good uh, i'm just doing some quick math here so let me tell you right now colden if if you can free up 810 points plus the drill you can free up 890 points in your list. You can fit two Venators, mm-hmm. two Sikarens. Now with I, with armored ceramite and dozer blades. I'm looking at his um, Venators right now. They do have last cannons. First things up, it's a it's a uh, okay. it take get, he needs to get rid of the last cannons. And I say that because it's a barrage weapon. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you can't shoot. You can't shoot those last cans. Those last cans are literally ineffective. Okay. Yeah. So take those off if you can. Yep. But um, this is 585 points, right? So let's let's do this. We got 190 plus 25 points for armored ceramite and dozer blade. And then, uh, do you have a picture of his sicarins? Do they have last cannons? Uh, let me just try and zoom in. Zoom, 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 zoom. Enhance. Yes, they do have last cannons. They do. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. So. Um, that's an extra 40 points. You know, he also has two uh, Scorpius. Scorpius uh, world ones. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if he takes one sicker inventor mm-hmm. and if he can Which drop the last cannons enough. off it, give it armored ceramite and a dozer blade, mm-hmm. take a mm-hmm. Legion sicker and battle tank. Just one. Um, just one with las cannons. Uh, dozer blade and armored ceramite. He's looking at 420 points. Mm-hmm. So um, we still have 165 points, which if he had a bare bone sicker and he could take, but minus uh, minus another 80 points leaves him with 85. You could either a take an Aegis defense line. Mm-hmm which will run you pretty close to that. I think if you take the comms array, yep. a quick second here, jump back to my rule book, pull up fortifications. 
Um, or he can put one of his Javis back in. Javelins are always great. Yeah. I take uh, I, I take two javelins over the Aegis defense line, but that's just me. Yeah, I don't think you can afford two of them though. The Aegis defense line is fifty points, and then um, you can like add to it. Like you can add the um, gun emplacement for thirty-five mm. points actually with the Icarus Las Cannon. That's eighty-five points exactly. And that would take him to 585 points. So you could take two Sikorins, one being a Venator, and then all you have to do is hit, and that thing's Ordnance 2, I believe. Um, yes. So all you have to do is hit that D weapon, should you run into one, which I don't think you will. Um, and then uh, you've got the other one to run around and... Uh, Harass people. It's going to help you, like, strength 7, AP 4, 6 shots, rending. It's going to help you against vehicles. It's going to help you against aircraft. It's going to help you against bikes. It's going to help you against, um, you know, demons if you run into them. It's going to help you against, like, custodians a little bit because you're mm -hmm. just going to be putting high strength wounds on them. So, like, you're wounding custodians still on two with that. So, so, just one thing I want to say, Colton, and I've been, I've been to LVO a couple times. The only time I saw D-Weapon being used in in LVO was either in the mega battle or when Magnus was able to de-weapon. Yeah, when he was de-weapon, yeah. And I and at, at that point in time I was bringing a Thousand Suns army and I was not using him as a de-weapon, I was using him as a fucking tank, but I did run across a guy playing Thousand Suns as well and he tried using de-weapon Magnus against me and it just to no effect. Yes. Um so yeah. really that is the only, Magnus is the only D weapon I've actually seen in LVO outside of the mega battle. So you're not going to run into like, I, I hearing what you had to play against. I understand your fear, but you're not, I don't think you're going to see it. That's not what people are coming there to play. That's not how yeah. they're coming there to play. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, his, uh, your other option that you might be able to do here um, is you could drop the master of signal. Um, or cause you'd have a few extra points. You don't need to take, you don't need to take the uh, Aegis, maybe. Um, if you could take, if you could fit a Damocles Commander Rhino in here, and the Master of Signal can actually take that as a dedicated, if you wanted to. I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to, but it's about a hundred points. Um, so you'd have to free up fifteen points somewhere, but that wouldn't be hard. Um, so if you didn't take the, if you took the one of each Sikorin. Mm -hmm. um, or I guess like you could just take the two Venators if you wanted to. Yeah, really give your opponent the middle finger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, I, I mean, uh, in my, yeah, my... like take take those last cannons off though for sure because you can't use them. Like the ordinance yeah. makes them snap firing. Yeah. Um, so I it's kind of a trap. I don't but... even think you. Yeah, you can snap fire with them. You just it just seems. Yeah, you can snap that, fire with them, but they're just, forty points. Like they're, yeah, they're, they're a lot for hitting on sixes. Um, I mean, no one that I've ever seen using a venator has ever even put sponsons on it. We all just slap doors or or uh, bases in that yeah. spot, and to fill it because we we're just never going to use. It. You have the heavy bolter on top, so if you're doing the if you're worrying about um, weapon destroyed, your fifty fifty shot. It's not going to be your your uh neutron laser so i mean just yeah. things to think about i mean i just 
after, after me and Alex did our research on the defense line or the uh, strong point, it's really cool. It's a cool building. It's a cool um, thing for uh, for a special specialized game. But mm-hmm. in the in the larger scheme of things, it is super vulnerable and it's a massive sink of six hundred points that is just going to get you butthurt. My yeah. opinion. Yeah. Now the other thing you could do is not take the armored ceramite and the dozer blades on the sekarens. Mm-hmm. One hundred eighty five points is exactly the cost of two bare bones vanitors mm-hmm. and one sekaren battle tank with las cans. Ooh, dangerous. That would be danger, better. Will Robinson. That, that would be better, I think. Um, so my, my official recommendation here, of course, we're, we're maybe we're forgetting a little bit, I think, cause we're forgetting about the points for the, um, you know what I'm, I'm we're forgetting about the points for the drill, but you know, what? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say this cause I, I, I didn't, I, I went and found the old email and being that he has a photo of everything he's got, I'm going to see if I can whip up a list on battle scribe here. Um, and I'll, I'll shoot him an email about it. Just so I can get the points, the point costs more in frame for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, he's got so many great options. Just looking at the photo he sent us, yeah, he's got so many great options. Like, yeah, his army's huge. Yeah, and... so I'm also doing my math a little bit wrong because I'm forgetting about the drill. <laughs> like when I'm oh, doing okay. this, so really we have 505 points. So if you do. If you start at 585, you take out 80 points for the extra drill that we're recommending you buy. And yeah, then yeah. You, take, yeah, you take 190 points out for the Sicker Inventor. That, yep. uh, that math didn't work right. 585 Just... minus 80 is equal 505. Minus 190 is equal 315. Minus the 165 minus 40 for the um, Laz Cannons on it. Leaves you with 110 points. Uh, what is the cost of a javelin? 60, uh, 55. Is it 55 points? Which is 55 how he's got with the, no melta. He doesn't or, have the melta though. He's got oh the, no, Marvel rules. It's more expensive. It's 65 points. Oh, it's 65 points base. Okay. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's 65 points base. I mean, he's got 110 points left to play with as it is right now. Actually, mm-hmm. you know what? Right there. That's your um, that's your artificer armor on your mm-hmm. mortificator, and your Damocles command rhino. So then Boom. you have two orbital bombardments. Mm-hmm. You have oh, two drills with tactical supported squads, <sighs> and you have a Sikarin Venator mm-hmm. and a Sikarin battle tank. Everything's everything's protected. Everything's bubble wrapped. And mm-hmm. then to drop down to the thousand points, all you got to do is mm-hmm. drop the Damocles Command Rhino. Mm-hmm. You drop the two Sikarin chassis, mm-hmm. and you drop the two drills and the Melta Gun mm-hmm. Squad, and you're down to a two thousand cool two thousand points. And then, you know, like, he's got to drop his uh, armored ceramite on his levy, and and he'd probably have to drop his um, artificer armor back down to power armor. But that would be cool because it would be kind of like he's taking damage on his artificer armor. It's not as good anymore. Like that's what happens to deadly prey Korax. Like he yep. goes from two plus to a three plus. Yep, yep. So yeah, actually, you know what? That's a killer that's, list. 
That's the Alex stamp of approval on that one. It's got my stamp of approval too. Yeah, you've got three HQs. You've got a cool list where you're not just like, here's my Praetor fucking kitted out to kick dicks, even though I like Praetor's kitted out to kick dicks. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that you're like, no, 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 this is, this is a different guy leading this. Yeah. Um, he's angry. He's eventually has an electric stick that he prods contemptors with. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're going to be good. Because um, then when you drop those, you're going to have one restricted unit, like in your 2000 point list, you're going to have one restricted unit for your contemptors. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have two more restricted units for the rhinos for the tactical squads. And then one more restricted unit for the levy. Mm-hmm. And he's at four restricted units. So he's list legal. Yep. 2,000 points, 3,000 points. Done and done. Yeah. I think you're going to do well. You're going to make people think. And people are going to mm-hmm. love the list. They're going to love that it's different. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you have to be worried if you happen to run into somebody who's maybe a little more like the meta you're used to at home. But I can tell you right now, OVO is going to be different. Um, it's going to be like it's it's a living, breathing creature, and mm-hmm. it's there's no podium finish, none. There is no benefit for you to winning all your games, mm-hmm. not one. It's not going to get any closer to a prize. Um, We're here to t- tell a cool story and have fun. Dudes yeah, exactly. Looking for dudes to play toy soldiers. Yeah. Yeah, uh, um, like I, I think you're gonna have a lot of fun, man. I do, but uh, bring the strong point if you're playing in the mega battle. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Love you're gonna want for that, that for sure. <laughs> yeah, if you're bring, if you're coming to the mega battle, uh, the mega battle, pack that in your bag too. Maybe bring a few more toys if you can. Um, you know, maybe then uh, bring a Praetor or something for sure. And mm-hmm. but um, yeah, let, actually, let let me know if you're coming to the mega battle as well. It might already be in his email actually, because uh, he sent his. I'm going to be playing the Ultramarines. Um, I like that he read it and that it says we need to confirm our tickets. Mm. Uh, oh, he has an extra event pass. If you haven't gotten yours or know someone who needs a pass, let him know. Okay, so guys, if you need an extra pass, because he got the high roller ticket. Um, oh, he has an extra event pass. So if you guys need an extra event pass... Get this boy up. Yeah. We'll, uh, co- we'll get our people to get in touch with your people and we'll, 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 we'll get, we'll make it work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> uh, I think the uh, work comes with a convention badge. I think that's what does. he means. Yeah. So if anyone needs an extra convention badge, please let him know. And I'm oh, sure he can I'm make stoked. that for you. Yeah. I, no, like, uh, I, like, I like, I like, I like the 3000. I like the 2000. Mm-hmm. It's going to make a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. But I do think you'll have more fun if you're not turtling up. Yeah. Uh, which sounds like it made sense for Warzone Houston for what you were doing. Um, but uh, I don't think it's going to be what you're going to want to do here. I think you're going to want to be a little more mobile um, with the ability to turtle up if you need to. And mm-hmm. you always can because you could use your rhinos and stuff as like a defense line. Like just line up your tanks as like an Aegis defense line and then just shoot all the Dreadnought guns over top of it. Because they're all going to be able to see over it. Mm-hmm. Right. Just impromptu Aegis defense line. Free tactics tip right there. I agree. I 100% yeah. agree. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Colton, awesome. I'm glad I'm glad that you like the Morificator. I, I like that this is where you're, you're taking yeah. your theme. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see the list, man. Can't wait to meet you in person. Um, 
if you're ever up in Alberta again, give Craig a holler. I'm sure he'll he'll drop I a game. I will you? more than happy to drop a game. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's about it. I think that's it. I think I think that's, that's I think that's the solution. Um, and then if if you do things like that, Colton, I think you'll probably find that at other events you'll probably get paired up with um, other D weapons a little bit less, uh, more than likely. I can't really speak uh, confidently to that. Um, but I know that that's something that I would do, like if particularly for the first match, uh, if I wasn't doing like, um, the coin system that I tend to use in our smaller things. Yeah. Yeah. But even in our smaller things, like we typically, yeah, we typically don't see people showing up with D weapons. The only time I saw D stuff was really like your Magnus. I and again, I didn't use, <laughs> I've never used Magnus's. Oh yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, you you play, You tried it out a couple times. Uh, yeah, I did. But I was more focused on him being a tank and being able to take everything that was thrown at him rather than like the Nova D blast that everyone was using. Yeah, that was yeah. that was dirty AF. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, and even the Pori, like even if you run into Pori's, like mm-hmm. they're not D weapons. Yeah, they're not D weapons. So you're still getting cover saves. Like I've seen them like be very frustrated trying to shoot at my recon squads. You know what's gonna like, be on awesome objectives because I'm like, is... oh, here's a two plus cover save, <laughs> like. You know what's going to be awesome is if there is a Pori there and his drill comes up and then his Meltas get out and turn that fucking thing into slag. Yeah. Well, I think even mm. his plasma guns could glance it to death too. Because uh, I think it's only like... I'm not sure what like, it is. I there. think it's like armor 13 on the side or armor 12 on the side. Like 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 the, the drill coming up with the Meltas getting out are going to fuck up whatever they, they land next to. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100% they are. And then they're just going to do it again, probably, because they probably won't kill the whole unit. Yeah. And then the I, drill can drive into things and has yeah, like a just... melt a ram. Blah. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to ram stuff with your drills. Pro <laughs> tip. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Okay, cool. Thanks, Colton. I hope that helps. Feel free I to send too. me an email back. Um I'll uh, I'll throw you a note, let you know that like let you know that we workshopped it on this episode, um, and then if you want to discuss it some more, just toss me a line, and and you and I can hash it out. We can jump on a Discord or something, or or all three of us can. Mm-hmm. Um, right on. Shout out to uh, Turbo Dork Paints. I think you mentioned them. I'll try Is to it? throw them in the show notes again. Um, the iterators again. If you haven't, go over check them out. Episode four's dropped. Mm-hmm. Fantastic uh, episode. Yeah, I really I really liked that one. Me too. Um, March for McCrag, uh, check them out. That's uh, I think that's Colton's handle on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just have the note here, March for McCrag. I didn't write any more details to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, whoops. Uh, yeah, um, Little Legend Studio, uh, check them out on Instagram, Matt Kane and uh, sorry, Broken Arrow 2000 and at Little Legend Studio. And check out their blog, littlelegendstudio.com, along with their Patreon. Um, patreon.com slash little legend studio check out craig on instagram at craig over the barbarian um i'll leave the mini wargaming bat rep there again if people want to watch it i guess for one more one more episode mm-hmm. link to tickets um for the las vegas open heresy will be there as well along with a, a link to the facebook page can't recommend jumping on that enough um it's an easy yep. way to communicate uh we're getting pretty close to just three months out so um, oh my god yeah, yeah, and uh, and my meetings got confirmed, so 
Oh yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, no, no so hiccups. No yeah. hiccups. No hiccups. The Michigan GT was this past weekend, uh, so no point in really me mentioning it. But don't forget the Edmonton Shake Off the Rust uh, slash LVO Prep November sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be at Taps Games in Edmonton, and Scott Martin is running that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Wish I could be there, but I can't. Uh, I really can't now. I, got I will be. My boss signed me up for a course, so I have oh, to be no. there every Tuesday. So I won't be there until I won't be in Edmonton until the tenth, probably. Oh. Um, yeah, and then I'll be there probably until Monday. Although I can take, uh, I can do one week of, or no, actually it was a different course that I could take one week on, one week off. But anyways, uh, the nineteenth, um, I'll have to be back for that. So okay, uh, probably fly on that day. I had to guess because hmm. then I'll be in Mississauga, which is where the course is. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, check out our contact info uh, if you want to get a hold of us. The DAB podcast on at the DAB podcast on Instagram, Facebook.com slash DAB podcast. And if you want us to help you out, like we've been helping Colton, mm-hmm. uh, email us through at deathandbetrayal at gmail.com. And uh, with that, anything else on your end, Craig? Nope. Cool. Right on. Well, Thanks, guys, and keep those Geller fields up. Take care. Fucking thing sucks. We'll do it live.